0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. We're asking you to describe the divisional round in three words. You have three words to describe the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Now... I know I'm saying three words, and it should be straightforward. I guarantee you, someone calls in with either two or four words. Three words: eight eight eight. Say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six.
1: You think three? I got I got three for the Kansas City game. What's up? Too much time.
0: Too much time. Good one, Jay. That's good Thirteen one.
2: seconds. Well, you're Jay Wheel.
0: Mm. To the wire. To okay. The Chiefs and Bills gave us the game of the year in the NFL with the Chiefs winning in overtime. The two teams combined for twenty five points in the final two minutes. Ooh, I KC got one. trailed what you got? <laughs> no, go, go. <laughs> KC trailed by three with thirteen <laughs> seconds left. Mahomes still got them into game tying field goal range. Guys, I, I listed my on, on TV, like five quarterbacks I trust the most in the playoffs had Mahomes won. I know like Rodgers deserved it more this year, but I thought with the money on the line, give me this dude very good game very good game <laughs> yes um yeah i would say my three words that would be an understatement key i wonder
1: i wonder i wonder if next year if Rodgers has whatever team he plays on has another dominant year where he would be ranked on your most trustworthy
0: quarterbacks he ain't gonna be two i had him two he ain't gonna be two i'll tell you that much it's going to be Mahomes one. Still high, don't man. I
1: agree, he's high. I agree, he's high. We can't. can't, do do high. We can't then do if it. he was high, you man, know more than one Super Bowl. You know, they start to happen. You know, the streets well, start Mike talking, McCarthy's start saying, "Well, can fault. he ever win it?" I don't know if
0: he can ever win it. Right, I forgot it was McCarthy's Mike fault. Mike of course. McCarthy's fault. It's going to be. By the way. Mahomes still got to get by Joe Burrow. I know they should win. Max, no, I'm telling Max, you, Max, don't come on. I'm man. Picking you, doing, I, I'm you picking Mahomes. you did good too, for but. three
2: hours in in uh, in
0: fifty. This dude is in the AFC minutes. champion, I'm, just I'm like Mahomes. Right, he's in the AFC championship I'm game. I'm so picking Patrick Mahomes too, Key.
1: But we talk about this. We always say, hey man, oh crazy things happen in a one game yes. no tournament. All love, that happens I is love, just getting there. Yes,
2: I love y'all to death. There's no question about it. I will do anything except agree to that with you guys. I mean, like, what? He beat the Raiders and then Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill I, that threw three interceptions.
0: Before, Y'all to stop. I, all right, before we move on, Key, yes or no, the way you smelled it with Sean Payton, I think something. Do you smell on Joe Burrow that thing where the dude figures out a way to win? Yes or no? Is he one of those dudes to you so far? Not but, against Kansas City. Me too. I like the Chiefs. I'm just saying generally, is he one of those dudes to you? I think he'll be competing in that division a long time. Still didn't answer it, but go ahead. Uh. Here's Andy Reid answering. He actually answered the question on what, listen to this, guys, what he told Mahomes when things were grim.
3: Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper and go get it. So he uh, he did that. He went, he he uh, made everybody around him better, which he, which he uh, is great at and um, um, and, you know, he just does it effortlessly.
0: Key, like, I know what he means. It, now times are scary. Be the, the guy, be the thing that makes them scary. Be the thing that makes these times tight for other people. He plays that way. He's so loose, it's unreal. Yeah, and Buffalo, look, when you, when you looked at that 13 seconds,
2: and, and look, I'm not going to sit up here and act like, I, oh, Patrick Mahomes is going to get it done. It wasn't 50 seconds. It was 13 seconds. But he did it, and then they, and he did it in overtime. So when you look at it, great coaches always go to their great players in the end of the day and pull them to the side and say, "Go get," you know. They may say some other choice words or whatever, but they let you know that this is what the moment is for. It's for you to be able to
0: deliver, and that's what Andy Reid said. Now they did this. Now you go do what you do, Jay. There's something what he just said sparked something in my brain just now. Okay, Jay. There's the greatest of all time, the guys who have your jaw on the floor, like, what did I just see? They've done it so many times in big moments that you expect it. But somehow they find themselves in situations where you're like, yes, I know it's them, I know it's possible, but damn, this time we're just asking too much And they do the impossible again. Like, they do the things where the odds are so stacked against them, you're like, maybe not this time. And they still come through. Mahomes is doing that at a level this early in his career. I've never seen before. For four years, they're hosting their fourth straight AFC championship game.
1: I mean, look, at the beginning of the year, you had a lot of people coming on our show, talking about names like Jordan, some of those crazy comparisons and you're just looking at the way that things are coming to a head and you're saying he's trending in that direction.
2: How, how do you, what do you What do you say, Jay, when you go back and you say, um, let's well, not repeat in history, going back in history, but if we go back and we look at from day one when he took over as a starting quarterback, he could have, like you said, Max, he could have been, he's going to be in his fourth championship game but could be in his third straight Super Bowl, which could have very easily, if it wasn't for a toe of a finger, been in his fourth, fourth straight, straight Super, Bowl. Super Bowl at twenty what is he, six years old. Twenty six years
0: old. That is Jordan S. Yes. And the difference between yes, when we say Jordan, the reason there's never been an MJ of football, like Brady is the GOAT, right? Saying you're the MJ means people's eyeballs are on you. They go, oh, my God, that's Max, impossible.
1: You, yeah, and that's this, one. People are going to get angry by this, but I'm, I'm not saying his. you could make a case that he, it, this is better than what Jordan has done because Jordan to make it to the playoffs his first but seven but years. But so look, 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 back up. I, I'm, just talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking is, about the full-body work. I'm talking about his initial I, – I
0: hear that, but what I'm saying is back up the reason – we're saying Mahomes, Jordan, is because first you got to have the eye-popping talent. That wasn't Brady. Brady was really good, secure the football, NBA all Fines, that stuff. NBA but Fines, but, see,
2: but see, Coach, what I would say, though, about Brady, as I was going to say that, I was going to say before Jay threw it to you, is this is closer to Brady than it is Jordan to me, though. Because? It's set just, up with it's the a, right it's coach. A, and it's the, a, the, Jordan is just different, man. It, because I factor in, much like you said, nobody's ever done it in football, like you were saying. Jordan stuff and I almost cursed. Jordan stuff is just different.
0: It's just different. It's yeah. is a, di-
2: a dude, so, dude walk through the building. We all shaving our head. We got fake knee braces on. Nothing's wrong with our <laughs> knees. I mean, like we all trying yeah. to walk like him and yeah. wear big old suits. It's just different. Brady felt like feels like to me. Mahomes is in the championship game every year. Brady and the New England Patriots. Every time you look up, they were either playing the Pittsburgh
0: Steelers, the Baltimore Ravens, or the Indianapolis Colts. Every single year in a championship well, there, game. Well, let me just, let me just finish a thought, and then you guys can. I hear what you're both saying. I agree. You're both making points that I agree with. But I'm saying the reason there hasn't been a Jordan in the NFL, and maybe the sport lends itself, you can't have a Jordan. But number one, you got to have the eye popping stuff that goes, "Oh my God, he's dunking from the foul line," stuff like that. Number two, you got to. P- he has that check. Number two, Brady didn't have that part. Right. Number two, you got to put up numbers that back up what your eyeballs see. Oh, my God, that many touchdowns, that many. He's doing and that. And then number three, you got to win more than anybody else. Well, he's certainly been doing that. He's doing – like, he he is starting earlier, Jay, but that's because he already has uh, Phil Jackson and Scottie Pippen and everybody on the team. But, but it's unbelievable. Man, like, that but, but, but that don't
1: mean nothing, though, because it just because you have a Phil Jackson and Scottie Pippen, you're talking about coaching play callers and things of that sort, you're still a young pup, like – For 99% of people that come into any professional, it takes a minute to get acclimated.
2: Unless you have the right Phil Jackson coaching you up like Andy Reid. If you got the right coach, he's going to psychologically do something to you. I understand. Jay, it didn't take you very long at
0: Duke. It didn't take you very long at
2: Duke. You had Krzyzewski. You had a little fro.
1: Oh, it was a full head of hair then. Yeah, yeah, I said
2: Lou
0: Fro, legit. Yeah, but Jay, you were born into a college situation that was real good, and mm-hmm. then as a great player, you led the team to championship, right? And and to play really, yeah. the that here's the scary thing about Coaches Mahomes, guys.
2: talk to you a certain way, make you
0: do certain things, and make you believe in things that you yeah. never thought you could believe Absolutely, in yourself to 100%. do. 100. I agree with you on that. Here's the scary thing about Mahomes. Look, if Brady didn't have the the cliff part of his career that I called right, where actually he wouldn't be great. He just added three, four Super Bowls, right? He was it was Brady or Montana before that. Now it's Brady because he just he just added three Super Bowls to it. He goes from four to seven.
2: So you ask somebody from nineteen sixty five, right? It's Johnny Unitas. <laughs>
0: but my point is this about Mahomes. We're all thinking, man, he's lucky. He's coming into the league hot. He's got a what if this is actually baby Mahomes before he really gets it like Brady did in the second half of his career? Oh, he will. He's going to get better than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reason the reason I believe that is
2: because I'm just – you know, I'll be looking at everything. Big Red going to be around for a couple more years. And the quarterback is going to be good whenever he decides to step down. And that coach that takes over is not going to screw it up. The enemy? You know what, though? Can, can, I, I don't know if it's – maybe, maybe not.
1: I know we're on the basketball kit for a second with, like, the Jordan conversations. The way he holds the ball, it kind of reminds me of, like, a hooper. Like, with the, the – the, that's reckless. I hear you. <laughs> I know, but it's like those little ball fakes that he be doing, and how he's so shifty with oh, his when feet.
2: when he did the when he did the uh, yeah the little, on
1: their back, like he does all that almost, kind of stuff. Where you like, yo, damn, this dude out here just
2: almost he, jumped out the plane.
1: Yeah, when his, he did
0: that. Like, his, what, are you th- his, what are you? What did? Oh, okay, okay. Well, his patience, was, his yeah, patience when when he got two linemen on his neck, a linebacker, limb, and his patience just to just throw that little eight yard uh, 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 pass. Uh, 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 to to wait for the guy to come open to throw him open—it's
2: unbelievable. Well, he made he made some throws in the game last night that would certainly go back into the film room and try to correct it. He made a couple that he got away with. Uh, one, I think, to Miko Hartman. I think it was Hartman in back of the end zone. It was, yeah, yeah. Like you don't
0: make that yeah. throw. Fortune favors the bold. Keyshawn J Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's get back to the reigning league MVP. <laughs> who is going home from the playoffs early.
2: Now is it still Mike McCarthy? Cuz when you look at the record since Mike McCarthy has left there, they have not won an advance beyond championship game cuz it seemed like everybody was ready to bury that dude in the star quarterback, hey, get out the way. <laughs> it's funny to be
0: our ESPN Packers reporter, Rob Domovsky, who's been all over the Aaron Rodgers saga since last April, joins us now. Morning, Rob. Rob!
1: What's going on, fellas? Man, we're, we're just buckling in, Rob. We're buckling in for another <laughs> hell of a ride in this offseason coming up again.
4: <laughs> hey, now that I know you. I'll tell, the, I'll uh, tell you uh, what, s- since that game ended uh, the other night, it's been snowing constantly in Green Bay, so I don't know if that's a sign of something coming or what.
0: Mm-hmm. So you were at the game on Saturday night, Rob, and heard Rodgers in the postgame. But let's take a listen yep. to what he said about his legacy and future with the team.
3: So it's going to be a tough uh, tough decision, a lot of things to, to weigh in the in the coming weeks. But, man, just so much gratitude for this city and this organization and, and such a long, long career here that I'm proud of and, and really thankful for all the – Men and women that work here, and the men I've gotten to cross paths with, with uh, coaches and players over the years.
0: Oof. What was your reaction when he said that? It sounded like goodbye to me. What, what was your reaction, Rob? Oh,
4: well, that's exactly what the reaction was. But I will say this: that's the, the same reaction I had last year when they lost to Tampa, uh, and he, you know, threw himself into uh, the list of guys that had an uncertain future. So, I mean, like and I'll go back even, even further. I remember covering the season finale in 2006 in Chicago on new year's Eve. And Brett Favre was taking pictures with his offensive lineman after the game on the field. And, you know, he was emotional and, and he came back in 2007. So I, I think the raw emotions of these things from what I've seen on these immediacies of the season ending, um, you know, you, you, you obviously have to to consider it, but you can't, you know, necessarily say, this is the end all be all. This is what's going to happen based on, on what he said. The one thing I I think we did hear him say um, is he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. I believe that was in a different answer. I had asked him, um, you know, are you sure if you do come back that because of all the guys who are free agents, because of all the salary cap situations, that you guys still could be a super bowl contender. And he said, I don't know. That's a fair question. One I've definitely thought about. So you know, even if he does want to play, does he think he can play here? Does he think he can win here? I, I think those are every question that you would have about his future, whether it's here or somewhere else or, or playing or not playing. I think it, are at this point are unanswerable questions.
1: Rob, you, actually, you asked him, does he think it's possible to win a Super Bowl in Green Bay? Let's actually yeah. hear the sound of that. Okay.
3: That's a fair question. Uh, definitely what I've thought about. You know, there are a lot of decisions to be made and, you know, key players – a lot of guys who played the night, you know, so many guys' contracts are, are up or on the brink or salary cap stuff. So a lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild uh, if, you know, if I'm going to keep playing. So uh, a lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple of months. Rob, are we
1: looking at a rebuild here?
3: Is that is that the direction we're going? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Uh,
4: Right now, they're like $48 million over the projected salary cap for uh, the the 2020 season. Now, a big chunk of that is Rodgers himself. So if he comes back, they'll obviously have to redo his deal, restructure it to lower that cap number, which is not that big of a deal. But there are a ton of guys um, that they may not be able to work into that. And, And the key one there is Devontae Adams, right? I mean, he's a free agent. He said this summer that he wants to be the highest paid receiver in the league. And I think You know, you say that in the summer, you know, and then you say, all right, well, let's see what you do to back it up. Well, he backed it up times 10, right? I mean, the season he had was unbelievable. And, um, you know, I think one of the reasons he didn't take whatever deal was being offered is because he doesn't necessarily know if he wants to be here if Aaron Rodgers isn't here. And it's like, so which domino falls first, right? It has to be, I think, Rodgers. But there are so many other question marks on guys, whether they can fit him in, whether they cannot fit him in. And then you say, okay, well, if even if we bring everybody back, which they basically did this past season from the year before, is it good enough? And it wasn't good enough, uh, you know, on Saturday against the Niners. It wasn't good enough last year against Tampa. Does he have to sit, sit there and go, you know what? Maybe I've taken it, and maybe we've taken it as far as we can go, and and this is just the best that's going to get here, and we're never going to get over that that last hump and get back to a Super Bowl. So I, I think all that are things uh, that that he has to consider. The one thing we haven't talked about is do they want to do it again with him? And and we heard, you know, Matt LaFleur say after the game we'd be crazy not to want him. But at some point when the dust settles and they 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 sit around and they think about it, yeah, I mean every coach wants uh wants Aaron Rodgers, but from a front office standpoint, did they say, "You know what? We we we've had so many chances since 2010 we haven't gotten there." We're in. We're in this calf situation. Is it just easier um, to start looking at the future now? Trade him while we still can trade him because you know he's probably not going to be any more valuable than he is right now.
2: Rob, we had Rex Ryan, the former uh, head coach, who obviously you yep. know on with us earlier, and he said that this goes back to the draft when they drafted Jordan Love and not improving no the team, yep. but improving the quarterback room to a degree. Is it that simple as to why the Packers cannot get over the hump because they did not select players opposed to a quarterback? Well, I don't know that
4: it's as simple as that, but that was a that was a that was a thing that kind of started the clock on all this. First of all, you know, it PO'd the quarterback, right? I mean, like that that started uh, uh, an issue there. And then, you know, yeah, you like you said, you take the quarterback, which is which is fine if you think you've got to get that next guy that's going to sustain you know, this franchise for the next 10 to 15 years. Because as you know, uh, and having been here, you know, playing against these guys, it's 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 uh, a situation where they've been great and they've had a chance every single year. So if you're the general manager, I mean, your job is to try, to long-term job is to try to sustain that. But the flip side of that is they missed out. You know, they they missed out on the chance to add another receiver. They missed out on the chance to maybe, you know, get a tight end. They missed out on a chance to – you know, draft another offensive tackle that they sure could have used in the game the other night. So that that's all that's all part of it. I mean, and, and, and as you know, this game is not this one thing, and they didn't lose just because of one reason. But you know, someone I talked to a scout yesterday who said, "Look at it this way: that that game against San Francisco featured a great quarterback with basically one weapon and an average offensive line against a defense that has six to seven elite." Stud players. Who are you taking in that
2: one? Rob Domowski, our ESPN reporter, joining us on uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Rob, let me ask you this: Let's let's move away from the field, the front office, the organization for a split second here. How are the fans reacting mm-hmm. to yesterday, and who are they pointing the fingers at? Yeah.
4: Well, it, it's a <laughs> it's a wide. Uh, it's a, there's a lot of targets out there. Let me just say this. Uh, you know, Rogers certainly took hand has taken his share of blame because he didn't play well. And really, if you think about it since Super Bowl 45 and the end of the 2010 season, um, this was his 16th playoff game. He's seven and nine, you know, that's, that's a season, right? I mean, that's a full season, or at least of what we used to think was a full that's season fine. with 16 games and seven and nine is, is obviously not good enough. He's played, what I would call two great games in those 16, both games against Dallas, 2014, 2016. He's had a handful of other, what you would say, you know, good average, slightly above average game. And then he's had some stinkers and, and the two NFC championship games against the, uh, uh, well, or the last two NFC championship games against Tampa, San Francisco, he was not good uh, last Saturday night. He was not good. 10 points, obviously not enough, but you know, special teams has been an issue here for seemingly ever i've covered this team for 25 years i went back and looked yesterday the last seven guys that have had the special teams job have been fired or forced into retirement so they keep and and if they fire mo drayton which they probably will because you know that's what they do that's what happens when all these special teams miscues happen uh they, they fire guys and it just doesn't seem to get any better um they don't seem to devote the resources from a player standpoint to uh you know to that area of the ball and then there's matt lafleur who's been an unbelievable regular season coach um but quite frankly you know you probably would say uh, i think the fans have, would say was was outcoached by kyle shanahan and, and this is not the first time that that, that that's happened so I, I mean i think there's a lot of that to go around as there always is every year when you know a team that's that has high expectations, especially one that was the number one seed, doesn't even get out of the uh, divisional round.
0: Wow, that's eye opening, though. A, a full season, at least until this year, worth of postseason games, and yesterday means he's now under five hundred, as yeah. opposed to Tom Brady, who who's like, if if you broke it down into seasons, he's thirty five and twelve lifetime, but so he's basically twelve and four in every sixteen games versus seven and nine and that's his contemporary tremendous uh rob domofsky excellent stuff as always appreciate you jumping on with us this morning you got it back guys we'll be seeing you all right all right man stay warm we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there
2: Josh Allen, man, love and respect for what you did. But Josh Allen, I am not betting against him!
1: We got the AFC Championship game back here next week. We're, we're fired up and ready to go, baby. We're back at Arrowhead yet again, baby. Holla at me. The legend grows.
0: Lewis Riddick with us now on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. Lou, that was that was an outstanding game. <laughs> what were your what, what are just your initial reaction what is it to both quarterbacks to in the buffalo kc game look
6: yeah. man it's you know what I'll, I'll tell you what i love both of these guys you know you know how i feel about Patrick Mahomes going all the way back to the very first the
0: very day he was drafted you put me
6: up on and him Josh before Hale- i saw him yeah and, and Josh Allen is someone who, honestly, I underestimated. I, I got his evaluation wrong. I, I will never, ever, ever, ever again subscribe to the belief that used to pervade scouting, which was, you can't fix accuracy. If a guy's inaccurate, he's just going to be inaccurate. Blah, blah, blah. That's BS. Because Josh Allen took that and absolutely just threw it in the trash can as far as that whole theory. Because he has taken his game to... Okay, so look, that that being said, as good as those guys are, and they are exceptional, exceptional talents. What I came away from that game thinking was this, more so than anything. Defensive football in the NFL is awful.
2: The worst. It is
6: flat-out awful. It is flat-out awful in many respects because I'll tell you what, there's a reason why Tom Brady is playing or why he wants to keep playing or why he continues to keep playing. And I'm not saying it isn't because Tom hasn't played – great football his entire career because he has. But he started off his career playing at a time when defenses actually challenged people. And I know people are going to say, well, they legislated physicality out of the game and you can't do this. B.S. Okay, there's some things that they've taken away from defenses, but there's still enough tools for you to be able to play better defense than what you saw in critical moments yesterday in that game. And Josh and Patrick are too good. It's going to look like it did yesterday. Yesterday looked like seven on seven. Anybody who goes to to a football practice knows what seven on seven is. Okay, you can't really touch the wide receivers. There's no pass rush. And quarterbacks usually the ball shouldn't hit the ground in seven on seven. That's what that game looked like at the end of the game last night. Because if you watch the if you watch the tape of yesterday, these guys had they weren't being contested. Nope. So that's exactly what's going to happen when you have guys this talented with wide receivers like Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. It's gonna be a track meet up and down the field. It, quite honestly, as a former defensive player who was coached by Saban M. Belichick. Yesterday was embarrassing defensively. I'll give Josh and, and Patrick all the credit in the world. And I know fans love it. People love scoring. People love when the ball's being bombed all over the place and there's points galore. It's great for everyone. But as a, as a traditionalist and as a defensive player, that was embarrassing, man. That was embarrassing to watch. But um, these two kids are the future. Protect them at all costs. Travis and uh, I mean, Patrick and Josh. It is a shame that Josh didn't, didn't get a chance, quote-unquote, to, to continue to play. But you know what? At some point in time, the defenses need to step up and make a stop. The overtime rules are set up like this. Just get a stop and or keep a team from scoring a touchdown, and your offense can get back on the field. This isn't Pop Warner. If They don't hand out participation trophies where they go, well, since you got a chance, now you get a chance too. Let's just make it fair for everyone. This is the NFL, man. And I'll tell you what, those guys, Buffalo's defense wasn't gassed on that last series uh, of the fourth quarter when Pat threw two passes and got the ball down there in the field goal position when he completed those passes to Tyreek and to Travis. Buffalo offered no resistance at all. You might as well not even put anybody out there and just let them score and win the game then because you offered no resistance at all, zero, zilch. So, hey, man, I, I don't have any issues with how the game ended. I don't think Buffalo deserved to get another shot at the ball because their defense just gave it up. They just said, here, tie the game up. Now you win the coin flip. Now go ahead and score because it's over now. That's how that happened, man. That's how that happened. That's the truth. That's how that happened.
2: That's Lewis Riddick, Monday Night Football Analyst, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Lou, let me ask you this question. Why in the hell would the Buffalo Bills – not squib the kick with 13 seconds left and Great three question. time outs for the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes with the football in his hands?
6: Great question. And, you know, I think they asked Sean that question, and they asked if he discussed it. He said, we discussed a lot of things, or or we discussed a lot of things, but that falls on me. I don't know. I don't know, Keith. I really don't know. But yeah. you know what? Even if they didn't, okay, they get the ball to 25 They got three timeouts, 13 seconds. And you just let – okay, you're a wide receiver. You're you're one of the best to play this game. If people are just going to back off and let you just run uncontested down the field 20, 30 yards and turn around and catch the football, I mean, you'd be like, yeah, I'll take that all day. Put some people up there to reroute, slow them down. Let the – you know, obviously the play is going to take longer. And you know what? Don't just give up chunks of 25, 30 yards. Worth. I mean, the, the play to Travis Kelsey, the second one to Travis, the first one was like a pseudo wide receiver screen to, to Tyreek. The second one, Travis Kelsey just goes hauling down the top of the numbers. No one even near him. No one within 10, 15 yards of him. And I'm going, why? Why aren't you, why aren't you contesting this to some degree? Why are you doing that? And it, it's just—it it literally had me coming out of my skull watching it, Lou. And, I'm, and people are going, it, "It's just weird, man. It's weird how defenses try to defend offenses now, as if they have no options, no tools." It's Lewis, crazy to me, Louis. We got
0: about thirty seconds. I'm going to go a little long here. Stafford, look, the job is to yeah. win the Super Bowl, right? But when Brady does yep. what he does, you could see the other team getting tight, right? There's a reason they can't hold on to the ball. There's Tom Brady, boy. Of yep. course, the yep. of course the Bucks are going to win that game. And then Stafford got the ball and made Uh those passes, and they won the game. What does that do for his legacy right now?
6: Well, obviously, he has one more game to go, and then he needs to get to the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you what, it silenced a lot of critics, a lot of doubters that he couldn't do it. Look, Matt Matt has been doing that in fourth quarters his entire career. He's been doing that. He's one of those guys who has that in him. He has that kind of DNA. But what he did yesterday is what is that he shut up a lot of the people who said, you know what, when they, when they need him the most to make the big play the most, he can't do it. He shut up a lot of people until next week. Now he needs to slay the San Francisco 49ers who, quite honestly, have owned this football team over the past six matchups.
0: He needs to do it then too. Oh, it's so good. This whole playoffs, these NFL playoffs been ridiculous. And that is Lewis Riddick, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for jumping on with us, Lou.
2: The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. With four seconds on the
6: clock, we'll attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left half. Hits it with the right
0: foot. Kick on its way. It is through. It is good. Matt Gay brings it home. Los Angeles will host the NFC Championship game next Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Matthew Stafford has been waiting his whole professional career for an opportunity to be the best player on the field against the best teams in the league, and he finally got it. After Tom Brady, I mean, the game was a laugher. It was over. They were up three-plus scores. And little by little, they're making mistakes because Tom Brady's there. You know it's putting pressure on them. They can't snap the ball. The running back can't hold on to the ball. And Brady, of course, of course, fourth and inches, doesn't matter. Oh, no, they gave him the first down, doesn't matter. Throws a touchdown, ties the game. Of course the Bucks will win, not so fast. Stafford threw a 20-yard pass to Cooper Cup, who got out of bounds. Then a 44-yard pass, a thing of beauty to Cup on the Buck zero blitz. And Stafford got up and spiked it with six seconds left, gave and nailed a 30-yard field goal. Here is Matt Stafford on what was going through his head after spiking the ball.
3: I don't, I don't know what I said, to be honest with you. And I'm glad they didn't flag me for spiking it a little bit there. Um, all the guys on the sideline were like, man, you were in a dark place. And uh, I said, sometimes you got to go to those places, you know, and, uh, to make some plays happen. So I was, uh, man, I was enjoying the moment. You know, in my mind, um, I live for those kind of moments. You know, I would have loved to have been taking a knee up three scores. Um, but uh, it's a whole lot more fun when you got to make a play like that to win the game and, and uh, just steal somebody's soul. You know, that's what it feels like sometimes where they're sitting there going, man, we just had this great comeback. And uh, you get to reach in there and, and take it from them. That's, uh, that's a whole lot of fun. Oh, that's a
0: nice, twisted, competitive mind. I like that. I like what I'm hearing from Stafford Key. Does he need to win one more game? Does he need that win against the Niners to change the story about him, to cement a better legacy? Or has he already done it with that win just no, now? No,
2: every every game is going to uh, in heighten what people think about his legacy. So he won this one. He won the last one. Now let's see if you can get to the Super Bowl because again, the guy in Detroit got him to the Super Bowl. So it it's still it's good. He went and beat Brady.
0: Next step is getting to the Super Bowl. Then the next step is beating Patrick Mahomes. I mean see, they got see, him but, to win the Super Bowl. But, Garoppolo got him there. See that's, that's nice. what I'm
1: saying. Here's why I think there's a lot of pressure on Matthew Stafford. Golf.
0: Golf go, I said Garoppolo I meant golf. Sorry. Same guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where's yeah,
1: this sucks. game at versus the 49ers?
2: At Home. It's LA. at home.
0: It's in LA.
1: Yeah, Ly Stadium. Yeah. Like, so you're at home. You're on your turf. Whew. Like, this is like, – it could not have worked out better for Matthew Stafford, but that means there's more pressure against on Matthew the, Stafford now. Against a team that has their number. Exactly. They've Ooh, lost this s- is your opportunity, six right? in
2: a row to the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan.
1: Six. In in a a row. S- it's not only Matthew Stafford, it's Sean McVay, too. In this the la- lot of pressure in them both. This is why you went all in for this moment.
2: In the last game of the year, I mean the last time they played them, The ball was in Matthew Stafford's hand. He gave it to the other team at the end. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's one of those deals where it it ain't going to be as easy as you think. But if he gets there, pressure is going to be immense. And he's got to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. He just has to.
0: That's why they did all this to win the Super Bowl. They got there with God. He had a
1: really big moment. I'll give it to him. That was a massive moment he had in their last game. No doubt about it. But nobody. You need more, especially considering the circumstances going into this game.
2: I would say I don't. I I can't find anybody that would think that getting Matthew Stafford that people wouldn't see them in the divisional round NFC Championship game on the spot. Right? It's, I thought they were getting out of the NFC. Anyway. I
0: thought they were going to get to the
2: championship yeah, game absolutely. against Rodgers. Absolutely right. they were going to get there. Yeah. Because that's, they, got a better, they got an upgrade at quarterback, but it's all about winning that championship.
0: There has been a lot of talk switching over to the AFC after that Chiefs-Bills game about overtime rules in the NFL. I have a proposal for you two gentlemen. Ready for this? Everyone's like, well, it's not fair. Let's make it totally fair. In baseball and basketball, it's not a new game. You just keep playing. Why isn't it the same way in football, what, in the NFL? What I would do is say, okay, you keep playing as though you're going from the third quarter to the fourth quarter, but now it's sudden death. So now people, it's not a toying, a coin no, toss, coin toss that the decides it. That's the real, the real problem, guys, is not even both guys get to touch it. It's that a coin toss decides it. No, 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 no. Keep playing through the fourth quarter. Pick it up sudden death. We're in a tie game. Next team who scores, I don't care if it's a field goal or a touchdown, wins the game. What do you think, Key? I don't really like the proposal,
2: Max. I like what it is now. But you want I don't the want coin toss? That's it. If It's your ass if you don't win the coin toss. But that's and luck. it's your ass if you don't stop them if you're on defense. And it's your ass if you screw it up on offense. It nothing to do. Look. If you don't stop me in regulation, that's your fault. And you don't stop me in overtime, it's your fault. Why should I give
0: you another opportunity? Because Okay, I'll tell you why. It's not another opportunity. If you it just, is. If you just continue, it's overtime, meaning we're going to keep playing this game, not play a new one. So, Jay, it, uh, the Chiefs just scored to tie it. Bill's ball to start overtime, right? Or, or if you could even pick it up if they turn it over on downs. If some, like you, Pick it up. Keep playing the game. No, we'll still be watching the game if that was the case. But man. it's not nah, because score,
1: whoever though, scores, score. the game's over. So uh, it's the same thing, though, key. You're just taking out the, ta- the coin toss. Yes, that's what you're doing. You're still saying stop somebody. You just might end in the game I'm on not the other the slate. Max
2: clean. Don't like the coin toss.
0: Yes, yeah. that's, I, that's I, not I, my I, fault. <laughs> I'm not wiping the slate clean. In heads other words, heads or tails.
2: That's uh, what it is. Tails. Okay, so then you get the ball and let's see what you do. If we stop you, we go down there. See. Do we kick the field goal because if I score and
0: you don't stop me. Great! If I kick a field goal, you get your opportunity. But you like it the way it is, so Absolutely. for you, you don't need a proposal. But for those who don't like it the way it is, what I'm saying is this would be the most, to me, in my mind, the mo- the fairest way to do it. Up, oh, we're in a tie, so the game can't end in a tie. Let's keep playing till someone wins. That's it, and the next score wins. Pick it up and play through it. No, no. Jay. Jay, what about you? I-
1: I'm fine with the way it is. Like
0: I don't need a change.
1: I like Mac, it the way. Mac, it. What you if you to had Josh to cha- Allen okay. again?
0: No, 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 no. What What if you had to change it? What if the rules committee said we're getting rid of it? Let's have a new system. What about then? Would that be a good system? Okay. So what? What if
2: I don't score, mm-hmm. and we go in overtime? So if I score, yeah, and we go, we I score, put us in overtime, yeah. Then you get the
0: football, yep. and you don't score. Yep, then you got the ball. We're just going to keep playing no, until someone scores. No, why not?
2: Because we'll be watching it
0: steal. No, You think they're not going to score for, for a, a whole quarter? They were putting up points Absolutely. like it was going out of style.
2: How many teams have done that? That's why they tie.
0: That's why teams tie, because they don't score. Well, I mean, it happens sometimes. In it the playoffs, it couldn't least, happen.
2: It happened at least four times. This year. In the, I, the playoffs,
0: in the playoffs, it wouldn't happen, though. In the playoffs, so you just keep playing. Well, that's too long going back and back and back How and back. How many minutes could it possibly be? Maybe you have a five-minute timer, and after that, you just haven't put on boxing See, gloves. So you're changing the rules again. You just haven't put on boxing gloves, I and I complain in
1: every other sport that the games are too long, and now
0: we're trying to extend this game. I mean, to me, my way is so clearly better because it's the same thing as the overtime minus the coin toss. My way is so clearly <laughs> yes. better. Yes. As usual, oh, I gosh. fixed everything. I fixed the problem that doesn't even need fixing, according to you, too. Yeah,
2: Mike McCarthy's the the blame for the Aaron Rodgers fallout in
0: Green Bay, too,
2: <laughs> according to you. Right. You too,
0: can't. I'm let done. It go. Molly's oh, in man, the house. Molly will be happy me. to know I'm done comparing Rodgers to Brady. Done with that. Party is over. Party is so no, th- not not, no. That's right. That's right. All right. Peyton Manning is a better regular season quarterback than Rodgers. That's another story. Mahomes is better than all of them. All right. We're back tomorrow with Hall of Famer Tim Brown at 8.30 a.m. Justin Herbert's coming. Greenie is next. Er. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.